Alright guys, episode 7, I can't believe we're at 7 already, of the Retro Gaming Podcast, and this one, as you can see by the title, is Remembering the Sony PlayStation, the first one, the original one, uh, PS1 as some people know it, Uh, and I just wanted to do this episode because... uh, Today, I got my PS1 Classic or PlayStation Classic in the mail and kind of bummed with the games that they put on there. I know, um, you know, through the licensing and uh, all of that, uh, that they couldn't. Uh, but also the greed factor of the new uh, re-releases coming out, that there was no point in them because Crash just came out, Spyro came out, um, Resident Evil is coming out, Symphony of the Night, uh, which is probably one of my favorite PlayStation games, has just been re-released in October. So, yeah, the, the games are disappointing. Legitimately, don't I never heard of probably half the games on there. But anyway, I want to think of the good times and when I first bought the PlayStation, uh, early memories of the PlayStation. So the PlayStation was the first system where I was working and had enough money to buy something on my own or buy it for myself and uh, at the time it was either you were a playstation guy or you stuck with nintendo and um, went with the nintendo 64 i was a sega guy so i had all of my sega genesis games Uh, i kept the actual system so i remember going i believe i yeah i bought it at sears which is weird i went by myself i had my money and i had the games i was going to trade in and they had like bundle deals at the time so you know when a new system comes out Uh, Back in the day, you really couldn't buy just the system. They wanted you to buy the bundles, which were a lot more money. So I got the PlayStation, the system itself. I got an extra controller and two games uh, that came with it. I got Destruction Derby and I believe it was... hmm, It was Destruction Derby and it was Twisted Metal 1. So those were two games, I believe, yeah... Uh, Destruction Derby was fun with one player, Twisted Metal, uh, obviously two players, and that's how I, I started playing hours at Destruction Derby, and then Crash Bandicoot came out, you know, Resident Evil I had, which I loved, it's one of my favorite PlayStation games, Tomb Raider, and then, um, th- this is something that they don't do now, uh, they just have, like, downloads or trials, but you had the, the demo discs, and PlayStation had a demo discs, or, or Squaresoft had demo discs, so you could try different games, whether it's just one level, or the first, you know, 10 minutes, or, you know, things like that, so you would play the demo discs, like, like you own the game, basically, so, uh, I had a couple of demo discs, Medieval was on one of them, um, there were a couple others, but yeah, Crash, uh, obviously Twisted Metal 2 was a big one, and now since I was working at the time, albeit, you know, as a 15-year-old, all the money I made was probably blown on video games at that time, so I had a ton of PlayStation 1 games, where there's all the wrestling games, it was Castlevania, it was all of these, you know, the 3D games, like all of the Tomb Raiders, all of the Resident Evils, so I actually remember having a game that you don't really read about now, um, Croc Legend of the Gabos, which was like a ripoff of Spyro and Mario 64, but you were a crocodile collecting like little brown jumpy things, so vaguely remember that. I also remember buying Warhawk at my first time going to a Best Buy, and that was visiting my brother in college in Pennsylvania, and there was this place called Best Buy, and it was huge. It had all electronics and video games, and right there was Warhawk, and things were a little bit cheaper. I think the taxes were different in Pennsylvania compared to New York at the time, and I I had money on me at the time. I said, oh, this game looks cool, and I, I played it, 
and uh, loved it to this day. It's still a top 10 game of mine for PlayStation. And then, you know, when Christmas came, what did I want? I wanted PlayStation games. I wanted the DualShock uh, controller, all of that. So, you know, even like the most, obs- like games that I would never play now, like Jet Moto or Gran Turismo, like racing games, it was still like mind blowing playing on the PlayStation system uh, compared to, you know, Sega Genesis. Like the graphics back then were mind blowing. Now you look at the PlayStation Classic and you look at like Tekken 3 and Battle Rita, Toshinden, the, the graphics look awful even like cool borders 2 which is on the system the graphics look terrible then but still like we sucked it in we took everything in and but they took our money i'm telling you and uh one of the weird wrestling games that me and my friends used to play for hours was called power move pro wrestling it was just based on you know the concept of wrestling but with d- d- different People, nothing licensed, all completely made up with their own storylines. And we would play that game for hours. We would do power bombs, jump off the top rope. They had basically every wrestling move, but it wasn't called, you know, the figure four leg lock. It wasn't called, you know, I mean, there was nothing basically. There was no play by play or anything. Uh, and the wrestling games were always front, uh, fun. Uh, WCW versus the World, Attitude, um, you know, SmackDown, those games. Again, you can't go back and play them for nostalgia because they're just so bad. But back then, we were we were in heaven uh, playing those games. I would say probably the game that we played the most uh, as a group, uh, as you know, by yourself, just one on one. I would say Twisted Metal Two. Twisted Metal Two was like the game. Like you play story mode, you play with your friends. Uh, you just play by yourself, um, you know, just to get different endings and sharing cheat codes, things like that. Twist the Metal 2, it's really a shame that it hasn't been brought to current gen or next gen or whatever you want to call it. I think the last iteration was Twist the Metal Black, and that was PS2, if I believe. So they really haven't done anything. And then Twist the Metal spurned on some copycats like Vigilante 8 and, you know, games like that. But yeah, I mean, PlayStation had classic games like that. Uh, Parappa the Rappa, which is a classic, not on the PlayStation Classic, oddly enough. And I think they're re-releasing that. Another game, too... And I'm saying uh a lot, too, because I have to think about this. And usually I do my blog post first and then put onto podcast form. But I'm just doing this off the cuff. Again, I mean, my favorite game has to be Final Fantasy VII. Favorite video game of all time. It's probably one or two next to Mega Man 2. But that game, I mean... You have to think of pre-internet where no one's giving you walkthroughs or strategy guides or anything like that. If you didn't buy that huge strategy guide, which was basically like the size of a phone book, you would have no idea what to do unless you met up with your friends and someone figured out this and this combination of magic and you know, attack, kill this person, and this is how you grow a, a chocobo, was really like, you know, you played the game by yourself, but as a community, you came together and, you know, discussed strategy and how to beat the game basically because 1997 1998 1999 was really like the beginning of you know going online and i believe game facts was where i would get like cheat codes and stuff and walkthroughs but for final fantasy 7 it was just off the top of our heads and i want to go back because that's on the classic and play it through and see what i remember but also see if you know i don't have to use the internet to find my way through so that would be pretty interesting to see and i'm going to do that on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash deuce boy with a zero number zero not um letter o i'll be playing on that too so also playstation was a little weak in, in sports categories baseball like nothing stands out 
football, you had your Maddens, uh, which, you know, are always going to be a staple. I believe it was Madden 98, which was probably my favorite. I was always the Packers uh, because uh, Robert Brooks is on the commercial, far thrown to him. And the Packers were in the Super Bowl that year, so I think everyone was using the Packers. Uh, that's when they lost to—no, they won, and then they lost to the Broncos. So they went back-to-back. So everyone was, like, a Packers fan. Everyone loved Favre. So... And the Giants were terrible at that point, so I couldn't use the Giants. And I never used the Giants in football video games anyway. So once the PlayStation went out of style, the PS2 was right there to, you know, catch people that were thinking of going to Sega Saturn or thinking of going, you know— back to 64 uh so the playstation 2 came in you know strong i'll do a completely separate podcast on that just because i have to remember what was on ps2 what was on ps3 and what was on ps1 so i have to kind of fact check myself before i do anything like this but i do remember you know ps1 just having stack of those games in the cd cases and oddly enough when i went to college i brought all of the games and all my roommates put all our games together and we all moved out leaving the games there and uh, the kids that moved in after us just never took care of it, and they're all in the garbage. Probably had, like, 200 games just for PlayStation 1. We had so many classic games for Nintendo, the Entertainment System, uh, Sega Genesis. We had so much, and it's all gone. And that collection was probably worth tens of thousands of dollars just because of, you know, how rare some of the stuff was. But Sony PlayStation, yeah, I mean, I I wish they could have included... You know, Castlevania Sympathy of the Night is, uh, again, top five my favorite games of all time. I actually just did a complete run-through of it on Twitch, and and that was a game, too, where, like, you're reading Electronic Gaming Monthly, you're reading, uh, you know, PlayStation's monthly um, magazine, just to get tips and, and, you know, read about the Upside Down Castle or what swords to use, things like that. Uh, That was a game where it was like exploration and, you know, getting the save states and, you know, just recharging. I guess they call it Metroidvania now, uh, just because it is all continuous, there's no levels. And that's another thing, the the use of the memory cards at at that point was like revolutionary. And kids today, it would be hard to explain, like you had to put in a card and the card had X amount of memory on it and you could save X amount of games and you would have to save in game at, at specific points of where the developer put that so like Resident Evil you would have to find like ink ribbons and find a typewriter uh, and typewriters are only at certain parts of game but yeah I mean if you were playing like five or six games at a time that memory card would fill up pretty fast and then you, you reach the point where it's like oh what could I delete or oh am I ever going to play this game again or you know, can I catch up to the save point? And you always had to make a decision when you were overriding save states. So I believe the original memory cards had like 12 spots to save or 10 spots to save, but you could run out of it really fast. And it was something that um, I think PlayStation 2 had a memory card too. I, I don't remember. I'd have to look back because then they started getting to an eternal internal memory. They had a lot of preferables for the PlayStation 1. Uh, one of my friends actually had the multi-tap, which was like a big flying V, and you could plug in four, four controllers. So when Twisted Metal 3 or 2 came out, we could play four people at once and four people, you know, looking at the same tiny screen because everyone was poor back then and we didn't have, you know, massive screens like we have now. But I remember four people playing, you know, Twisted Metal it was a two or three uh, on this tiny little screen in my friend's basement. It was so funny, but we all loved it. 
And uh, Twisted Metal 2, I was always Spectre. And then, you know, playing, like, story mode, I would use Minion just to, like, breeze through it. But Grasshopper was good. Um, I was nasty with Shadow 2. That was the hearse that you could um, use the Shadow as, like, a bomb. It's like a soul that comes out of the car. Uh, and then, you know, destroying certain things or revealing codes or falling off a building and seeing a code for Sweet Tooth. Things like that were pretty cool. And that kind of, you know, made the game uh, more exciting to kind of explore. And I believe if you threw Napalm at like the Mona Lisa that would reveal a code or something like that. So uh, again, one of my wishes is for that to be brought over to the current gen. That would be sick. Even if it's a remake, they're re remaking everything. Uh, why don't they just remake Twisted Metal? Also remember the games being extremely difficult. I remember last year when they re-released the entire Crash trilogy, that game was out of control hard. It wasn't even fun to play. Uh, I went back and, you know, time jumps and all of this stuff, and running and, you know, dodging things. Some of them were just really difficult, and I think they made it even harder this time around. So it wasn't even fun, but I just remember having a blast with it. And, you know, I think Crash 2 was discovering crystals in different spots, and they all unlocked different things, kind of like Super Mario World. But that was, you know, a big franchise there. Again, that's left off the PlayStation Classic, oddly enough. But this was a short one, just because I did it off the top of my head. We're still at like 15 minutes. But I want to hear what you guys think. I'm going to do a top five PlayStation games, uh, PlayStation 1. Just want to make sure that everything that I picked is on the PS1. Uh, so let me know what you guys think. This is just a remembering of, you know, how I got it and what I had with it. I could list all of the games, uh, you know, in the info section. But I want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next one.